0: The Motormouths, Ditch and Bud, on News Talk 98.9, The Roar of Memphis. And welcome into The Motormouths. I'm Ditch. I'm
1: Bud. And we are The Motormouths here on News Talk 98.9, The Roar of Memphis. And as always, we've got a packed Motormouth show to get to, so let's get right to it. First thing we want to remind you uh, you can always communicate with us a number of different ways. Uh, if you want to text us, if you hear something on the Motor Mouths and uh, you, maybe you're driving, you won't text immediately. But if you want to shoot us a text, you can do that at 683 zero ninety eight nine anytime. And we always go through those text messages, even if it's not during the show today here on the Motor Mouths. You
2: can always reach out to us on social media. You can follow me at Bud Motor Mouth on Twitter. And you can follow us on Facebook, Motormouths 989. So, uh, today, as we always like
1: to feature on the Motor Mouth, it's a sweet ride of the week, and we're going to get into that. Bud uh, always has the privilege of meeting you guys with some really sweet rides, and each week we highlight a different sweet ride. And uh, I will tell you, when you told me about this particular car that you were going to see, and I saw it parked out there. I went out and looked at it. I had forgotten. I dated a girl in high school who drove one of these things. Yeah. And it's so funny because she's so she was so small, Leslie Sessoms. and uh, this car. I mean, you could put a family of ten in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, and they right? can live
2: comfortably in the trunk. You know, it's it's funny. It's such a running joke when you go to car shows. Everyone, you know, they leave the trunk open, especially like on the old big Cadillacs. Yeah, and uh, it's like, oh, you can fit like five bodies in it. So basically, body human bodies have become the standard <laughs> unit of measurement for trunks. But, uh, yeah, so this, uh, this 77 Chrysler Cordoba was uh, brought up. I'm probably saying that wrong. It's a, it's a Spanish word. It's like Cordova. I don't know how to— Cordova. Uh, the the, the commercials know. had Ricardo Montalban in them. Uh, yeah. I put that in the video. There is a video about this car on the authorities Garage YouTube channel. Of course, I'll link that on all the social medias. But— uh, it had the rich Corinthian leather. This the seats were replaced in it, but I think they were great. But uh, it was well, brought to us by David. He's the um, president of the Mid South Mopar Club, and it was a, I had a great time with this car. And think
1: about this the the Chrysler Cordoba. As um, we'll, we'll get more from David, uh, who owns this particular car, uh, a little later with his uh, uh, meeting with Bud, and got to show you the car. But that was Chrysler's first attempt at real. Personal luxury. Right. I mean, that, that was the purpose of the Cordoba, was uh, you were going to experience personal luxury in this car. And for some reason, when they made these big cars back then, personal luxury meant big. I mean, the engine compartment on this thing?
2: Massive. Could,
1: massive. You can crawl under
2: it, shut the hood, and continue to work. It had the Chrysler 400 V8 in it, yeah, this, if I'm not this mistaken. One, yeah, this one in particular had the 360 because this is the second California car okay. we've happened to have in here. So, of course, it's uh, California had to mess with it, as they do. Yeah,
1: right. So, uh, this is going to be interesting. I, I, I'm looking forward to, to uh, listening to your chat with him. And, of course, the video is uh, posted at Thority's Garage on uh, on YouTube. Yep. And uh, so that's going to be our featured sweet ride of the week. A little bit later on this hour, uh, we also in the have been talking to you about the Memphis Rodders reunion and a little back, a little history of the the Rodders in Memphis. That is a that is an old car club, right? I mean, yeah, it's like the that. oldest, isn't it? In Memphis, it's one of the largest for sure. Yeah, I've definitely heard that more than once. And so, here's the thing. So, see, Bud gets to go on all these field trips, and Bud gets to go meet all these guys. I, I'm Not that I'm not invited, it's just uh, Bud is kind of the field, out-in-the-field guy, and uh, uh, a lot of this all started with your connections to uh, Lynn Neal, The Real Deal.
2: Right, yeah, I met him over at the uh, Memphis International Raceway, Yeah, and uh, he put me in touch with a bunch of people, and this one's definitely, this, this show is great.
1: So uh, the Memphis Rodders reunion. You're going to get a little recap of uh, of how that went down and Bud's experience there. Incredible cars and what shout I'm... out
2: to uh, Justin Baltimore over at uh, Art and Speed Vintage Auto Gallery for hosting this thing. That place is
1: gigantic. And what's awesome about doing this show now is we're a new show called the Motor Mouths here on News Talk 98.9. Is uh, starting to learn just how many classic cars there are in the mid south this is something that you don't always see on the streets cuz these guys don't drive these things as as everyday cars so i've had
2: more than one guy tell me they don't even take take it on the highway that cordoba doesn't touch the highway they, yeah. a lot of these guys they 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 they're not risking it out there cuz uh it gets it gets nutty out there especially when it during the like your rush hour here in memphis is not very long but it is somewhat terrifying when there when all those cars are packed on the highway
1: well, and you got a bunch of guys acting like idiots out there right now on the roads. Uh, they, they suddenly have a little bit of horsepower and a little bit of, you know, they're more, uh, it goes to the point of uh, car loans are easier to get and uh, guys who normally necessarily would not be able to afford these m- these modern-day versions. Or of have
2: the uh, the know-how to uh, soup them up themselves. themselves.
1: And now they want to get them out on the 240 oval, as I call it, and race these things. And so you, you could be... You know, in somebody's way, you don't want to be out in a classic car, especially a uh, Cordoba, and uh, get hit by one of these clowns. So anyway, it's great to see and hear all these car stories, and there is really a great car culture here in Memphis, and that's one of the reasons why the Motor Mouth is on the radio. So we're going to get
2: to these. Please send us your things. your photos and videos on on Facebook, Twitter. I'd love to see them. I'd definitely love to react to them. It's you know, I I was I was really. Underestimating the car culture here in Memphis, and I've been pleasantly surprised. So definitely hit us up on all those social medias. That's again at Bud Motormouth on Twitter, uh, Motormouth's 989 on Facebook. It's very easy to
1: get in touch with us, and we encourage you to do so as the show gets more and more popular, and we love to hear from you, even if it's just a, hey, listen to the show, enjoyed it, or hey, I got a correction. You guys were talking about X, Y, and Z. We uh, we love to hear that input as well, because we don't know everything, that's for sure. I'm just a weekend guy who who likes to turn wrenches and talk about cars, and so uh, that's part of what this show is all about. We are the Motormouths. I'm Ditch. I'm Bud. And you're listening to News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis, coming back with the Motormouths next.
0: The Motor Ditch and Bud. Here's an appealing fellow. In fact, they're appealing him off the sidewalk. (laughs) It's funny because I don't know him. On News Talk (laughs) 98.9, the roar of Memphis.
1: And welcome back hey. here to the Motor Mouths. I'm Ditch. I'm Bud. And we are the Motor Mouths here on News Talk 989, the roar of Memphis as we continue on. Here we appreciate you listening and we always want to remind you how you can reach out to us. There's plenty of ways to do it. We'll
2: start out with Bud's social media. Hit me up on Twitter at BudMotorMouth. You can also find us on Facebook, The Motor 989.
1: And I share a lot. Just basically follow Bud. I always share what Bud shares on my Twitter at IamDitch. And then there's text messaging, which always works on our Rick's Powder Coding text line. In the coming weeks, we're going to start inviting uh, phone calls, and uh, we'd love to talk with you about it. In the meantime, we, like, we, we want to establish different ways to communicate, and our main focus right now will be uh, social media, through our website, and as well uh, on texting, which is 683-0989. I just want to jump in with something we hadn't planned uh, necessarily, bud, but I would like to, um, and we'll get these next week, and maybe we'll bring this up on next edition of the Mouse. I want to know what you think the best car movie is, whether it's a classic car movie, and I'm bringing this up because, uh, you know, Bud spent some time looking at some awesome classic cars this week, and we're going to talk about that here in just a minute, but what
2: do you think the best car movie to date made is? I mean, you could say American Graffiti uh, you know, you know what? I, I when you when you asked me, what immediately jumped in my head was it's a mad, 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 mad world. I love that movie. That is that is that. a like two hour long car chase. Yep. You know. <laughs> uh, but my, my like, was that remade? Did they do a remake of that? I know the Jackie. Who cares? Gleason. I know. Well, <laughs> the did. original was awesome. The original was amazing. amazing. Uh, There's a fifty Willys in that movie, yeah. and I always love it because it looks just like the one I got.
1: Um, I, I'm, so, I'd, I'm just interested to know what, what uh, you think is. And so, text just text it in. That's all you got to do. And then next week, listen for, we'll share some of your text messages and some of our thoughts about the best car movie. Uh, I'm thinking a couple of Burt Reynolds movies, but I'm not going to go into my <laughs> suggestions. I want to hear what you got to say on our text line, 683-0989. Now, uh, coming up, the video and the discussion that Bud had with the Sweet Ride of the Week, but also... Uh, the Rotters Reunion show that you went to—we got to we gotta get knee deep in this thing. Oh because, man, uh, I, I, I
2: got I, how many episodes can I go on about this? We, Seriously, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and shout out, shout out straight away to Lynn Neal, the real deal, who put this thing on. He was. Uh, integral in getting this thing off the ground and he he killed it and he's going to be our guest next week we'll have him in i know uh, those talk about uh it. Who,
1: who who don't know lynn neal the real deal which you can't say that name you can't just say lynn neal no, you, mean, gotta give, he, you gotta give you gotta go give he,
2: him the, the whole title give
1: the man his respect <laughs> 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 he uh he, he's manager at uh, memphis international raceway he's
2: not, he's not manager he's uh the announcer the
1: announcer rather check that uh, uh and he uh he's he's a great guy and he's really opened up some doors and he's a integral part of some of the information, some of the things
2: that we're doing here on I'm the road. Really, really looking forward to having him on the show next week. Uh,
1: so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that Rotters reunion. Not a little bit, a lot, because Bud's got some great audio uh, of some of you guys that he met at the Rotters reunion, and uh, we're also gonna talk about some of the beautiful cars that he saw. But first, I wanna talk about my recent adventure to the junkyard. Uh, when uh, when I go, I used to have my own project car that I would go get parts for whether it was exterior interior parts motor parts whatever it was i when i got the 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 message on my phone that they have a a year making model that matches what i'm looking for i i I usually clear my schedule that day so i can go get what i need well i I don't have that project car anymore so now i'm just kind of like well now i need a reason to go and i have i've got friends that are you know saying hey next time you're at the junkyard so now i'm just making special trips so what i've been working on is a steering rack uh, rack and pinion for a 04 lexus uh 300 es which is the which basically is the same as the toyota camry
2: i almost got scammed on one of those that's another story for another day
1: what a pain in the butt that thing was to get out because the way that you know the motor sits to the side it's the it's the mount, Yeah, transverse it, uh, transverse thank you um and uh Getting to the bolts to get that thing off, it took me three trips because I didn't have the right tools with me. I, I was thinking it was going to be as easy to get the rack and pinion off that as it was my, for my Dodge Ram. Right. And no. No. Yeah, not, not the case. Uh, no, but I've got it. Now it's in the back of my truck, and I told the guy who wants me to put it on his car, I said, you know, I'm going to need your car for a day. Oh, at least. Uh, this thing's gonna, We're going to have to take a lot of stuff off your car to get to it. So he's like, really? You can't just
2: throw it. I said, no, man. My it, Uncle Ted used to say when you're working on a job, assess how long you think it's going to take, kind of, you know, do the math in your head, then triple it. Triple it. <laughs> Easily, yeah. Easily.
1: And even if uh, – and quadruple it if you don't have all the right tools. Although, for me, what I've done over the years is when I come across jobs that I've never done, I will try to appropriate a new tool to. Oh yeah, that's half
2: the fun, man. And that's I did that you, this week. Yeah, that's yeah. how you. That's how you accumulate all the tools that you need. I know we uh, we didn't get a tech on for our uh, know that noise, but I got a noise to talk about. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so um, my HHR was misfiring. It's been doing it for a little while. More and more, I'd see the RPMs dip, and I'd hear the kind of you know the stutter and the exhaust, but no code. No, uh, no check engine light.
1: I want to point something out to threw you, about me a, Bud. Threw me through a loop. So Bud texts me and he's talking to me about his uh, HHR. And I thought this is a guy. M- majority of people are not this in tune with their car to be able to s- feel uh, feel it and hear it. Hear what you heard. What you sent me the audio of. Uh, most people will just drive it like that forever without even knowing
2: that that was that that was going on. I mean, in, in fairness, I did keep driving it. <laughs> <before> <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but, but I I'm just it. saying you you knew <laughs> yeah. it. You, yeah. you, you I knew, knew was something was wrong. But that, it was that's it was, being really in tune with your car. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. It, what what it was killing me was like, where's my code? Because once it throws a code, you plug in your scanner and you go, okay, misfire cylinder three. Now you start taking things apart and yeah. you figure out why. So what was happening was the. Um, Connect basically the coil was getting the, the the internal bits the metal where the that sends the spark to the spark plug yeah. was getting too close to the head so and the electricity is always going to take the path of least resistance so if the gap between like the metal inside the coil pack is too close to the metal for the block it's going to arc there and uh like like pass up the the spark plug so had I was, you
1: had you done spark plug work recently on it to cause this or was it just age
2: uh, I think it was actually um. I I, I did it like 10,000 miles ago. I think it was either the coil pack wasn't uh, assembled right or something like that. Uh, It might have been my fault. I don't really want to take responsibility for (laughs) it, you know? But uh no, but I got it back together. It runs fine now. Now I can start my projects on the Jeep. I got new headlights for that. I'm going to uh give it a facelift. Uh I got new I'm getting new turn signals for it. I'm going to plastic dip the grill and the little borders around the headlights cuz they're really faded. So we so got coming we, up. We're going to have to get into
1: some of these uh projects and I wanted to get into some of them in future Motormouth shows because
2: you talked about black uh, what is it what is it called? Plastic dip. Plastic dip. It's kind of like painting it, but um it's you're you're putting like it, it. You're you're spraying a liquid that becomes like you know like a film over it. It's so hard to describe. One of those like you know. So you're not th- dipping it into a tank full of something. No. no, it comes out of a spray can and then you lay it. lays on real thick and then mm-hmm. once it's all done, you can literally like peel it off if you don't like it. That's what I did to the rims on my Jeep out there and the fender flares and the bumpers and it, I I like it. It's and, and what's nice is it's not expensive. How long does it take to harden? I I mean I, I you you as. You do a couple of layers. You do a couple of coats, uh, about four coats. So, it probably takes about, it's about a two-hour process when I did like, the fender flares. And then I let them sit overnight to make okay. sure that they're nice and cured. So, do you,
1: pla- uh, can you
2: plasti-dip
1: these, f- like, the Nissan Xterra that used to be my project car? My biggest pet peeve with that thing was the rubber body parts that faded and looked terrible. They start out black, but then yeah. over the years, they turn in this really ugly-looking grayish color. And, yeah, you can, and, you and Nissan Xterra's it. were the worst with that. Yeah.
2: Uh, and
1: is is Plasti
2: dip something an
1: option for something
2: like I mean you you could, you could. Uh, I've only ever really done it with my Jeep because it's a Jeep I'm not it's not going to win any you know first prize at the show looking pretty it mm-hmm. just it just fits the aesthetic it's all red and black you know pictures of it all over my my uh uh, social media's, of course, and I'll be making videos about these projects. The headlights had to go. It's got those old, like sealed beam, dim kind of reddish headlights, and I don't like those. The LEDs are so much brighter, so I just bought a set.
1: And you customized your roof header, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah,
2: I, <laughs> I, 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 I had to because that that roof liner actually came out liner. of another Jeep Cherokee that had didn't have a tailgate on it for like a year. It was sitting out in the elements, and the uh, the roof liner was like peeling and coming down. So I I got some cool material. And uh, it worked out. I love it. I still have to put the video together, but I didn't get a lot of good footage. I was more anxious to just get that done. Describe what the material is. The uh, it's a polar fleece. And yeah. it, oh, and it's, uh, yeah, it's so it's gray background, and it's got video game controllers all over it. It says, <laughs> like, Bud's, game over and stuff. Bud's got a
1: roof liner with this one. Yeah, his, and I also,
2: I, I put it over my center console, too. Yeah. I love oh, yeah. it. I, I love I lo- And I love it because you don't see it till you get in the car. Right. So so oh, yeah. it's like the car looks the Jeep looks bone stock which I I like except for the rims and then you get in and you're like oh okay that's ah, that's, that's a, something it's an interesting uh, but, uh, uh, liner
1: right. I saw
2: some awesome so I saw some awesome cars at this Rodgers reunion and uh, I had a chance to chat with a couple of the guys uh, I at least want to play uh, Tim Randall here he actually works over there and he was uh, helping out so yeah, he
1: he works at the Art and Speed Classic Car
2: Gallery yeah so here's uh, here's Tim. All right, here at the Art and Speed Vintage Auto Gallery. What's going on, man? What's your name?
3: Tim Randall. What are you doing here? I see you got the shirt on. You're working here. What's up for tonight, man? Yes, sir. So I'm just working on just getting everybody parked in right now. We're getting everybody lined up, ready for tonight's activities. And I also work here part-time. What do you do here? Everything. Lately, I've been working on my own car. It's a 1973 Dodge Dart Swinger. And it's on its way to being a Scat Pack. What exactly is a Scat Pack? Tell us about that. So a Scat Pack was an option package back then, which added some stripes on the t- deck lid of the trunk. I've already thrown on the rally wheels and the white letter tires, which is kind of helpful. They look, they look great, man. Uh, any, uh, anything juiced up under the hood yet? Not yet. It's just running a stock two barrel with a 318 small block. Um, Second owner, so it's just completely stock as from the factory. Um you have any major plans for this thing? I'm sure you do. So far, I think I'm going to throw on a different intake, four barrel, and we're going to do duels out the back. Hopefully going to throw a cam in there uh, in the next couple months, and we'll keep going from there. I think it's going to make
2: so much noise when you throw that cam in there. I love it. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. I'll let you get back to your duties here, helping everyone with the car show at the uh, Memphis Riders reunion. And one of the beautiful things about that show, bud, you told me, is they were also are raising money. They were, and uh, we'll definitely get back into that here, um, coming up in the in the next segment after our sweet ride of the week. So coming
1: up next here on on the Motor Mouths, uh, our sweet ride of the week, which is it is really sweet, and the video is up, and we're gonna get into that with Bud and his. Uh, he you got to drive this thing, and I can't. Oh, it, was, uh, it was unreal. I loved it. Can't wait to hear this. It's coming up next. You're listening to the Motor Mouths. I'm Ditch. I'm Bud. And we are the Motor Mouths on News Talk 98.9, The Roar of Memphis.
0: The Motormouths, Ditch and Bud. Here's an appealing fellow. In fact, they're appealing him off the sidewalk. <laughs> it's funny because I don't know him. On News Talk 98.9, The Roar of Memphis.
2: All right, welcome back to News Talk 98.9, The Roar of Memphis. This is The Motormouths, and I am Bud. We are here. With David. David is the president of the Mid-South Mopar Club and he was nice enough to bring by his 1977 Chrysler Cordoba. We're going to get to the car in a minute, but first let me ask you, uh how many members
4: you got in that club and uh, how long you've been president of it? We have about 50 members in the club and I've been president for 5 years. 5 years. How, how old is the club itself? The club was founded in 1986. Oh wow. And we have some club members who are founding members. Yeah,
2: we uh, we were lucky enough to have Henry here with his 1937 Dodge. That thing was really cool. Um, so you re- you really enjoyed being the president of the club. I could tell. I was able to come out to the meeting. You guys seem to be having a really good time. A uh, lot of information in the room. Uh, who's got who's got the
4: coolest car? Can you tell me? Well, every car has a story. So obviously Henry's going to turn a lot of eyes. Uh, we have another guy in the club's got. Uh, Two fifty six uh chrysler 300s and that's a whole nother whole nother look Uh, we have some guys that have cars that are works in progress so really you really can't say who's got the coolest car they all have a story
2: right that good answer (laughs) um i had a i was able to check out one of those 300s that like weird cross intake system is is unbelievable i got to get him in here and uh ask him about that Yeah, Mm -hmm. and uh, their power brake system in that thing is really goofy. But anyway, we're here to talk about your car, this Chrysler Cordoba. So uh, how long have you had it? And
4: uh, just tell me about it and how much you like it. Okay, well, I got it in the spring of 2004, sort of the lesson of if you go looking on the Internet, you can get in enough trouble. And so I started typing in keywords, 1977 Chrysler Cordoba, and all of a sudden it
2: showed up. So you went specifically looking for this model?
4: Yes, Yes, uh, that was the year I graduated from high school, so 76, 75, wouldn't cut it. Had to be a 77 Chrysler Cordoba. And I didn't really know what I was looking for, what where it was going to go or whatever. And I didn't, when I started thinking about getting a car, I didn't want a car that I had to do a lot of work on, a lot of rust damage or the engine was shot or whatever. You weren't looking for a project. No, no. So this car was in Alameda, California. It was mom's taxi. They bought it brand new and had it until about... Mid to late '90s, when Mom got sick with cancer, okay, and she died, and then the owner held on to it for a while until he decided that this really wasn't what he needed in his life. He sold it to a broker, and the broker put it on eBay, and I bought it through the broker. However, I tracked down the owner, and a year later, I was traveling in Northern California and was able to go to his house, see the dealership where it was bought, uh, see his house, see where it lived in the garage. Mm-hmm. all those years so that was that was really cool cool to do that awesome so you said
2: the paint has been redone but it's the original color that's right and when was when would you get when you get that done
4: oh it was a lot of the work most of the work was done shortly after i got the car i turned it into a project
2: immediately <laughs> anyway right <laughs> yeah
4: because i remember getting it and then it was a surprise and i remember taking it to thanksgiving dinner at my in-laws and nobody knew about it and i showed up with this car looking pretty much like what what you see Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see this car, of course,
2: I have a video out on it on the Thorties Garage YouTube channel. Also, you can find us on Facebook at The Motormouths989. And of course, you can always uh, get me on Twitter at BudMotormouth. So I got to drive this thing. And as you would expect, it's a boat, but it's incredibly smooth. I. Really get that like quiet, dignified, elegant, luxurious feeling from it, and you can tell that was their intention. This was like I think
4: you told me it's not it's not for out going out and racing teenagers. No, it's not. It's not a Charger. Charger was the Dodge, right? Car, right. It's not a Charger. It's the Cordoba, and what they really built it for was to satisfy the um, mid-level economy—not economy, mid-level um, luxury, right? Mid-level luxury market. They built it to solve the mid-level. Uh, luxury market so that the common man could have a a nice car in the driveway yeah because it didn't have all
2: the bells and whistles it didn't have power windows it didn't have you know all the adjust well it ha- I saw it did have power seats That's but power uh, seats. It, it, it was it was it got AC so it's got some of the luxury amenities but it's not uh overpacked with like some of the Cadillacs of the time yep. which uh, are just a hotbed for electrical issues yeah. uh you know you had like the Lincolns with the uh the power tops that had these like massive systems with just like these piggybacking solenoids it was nuts trying to you know one goes bad and you're in bad shape so Mm -hmm. you didn't have a whole you know it doesn't look like you have a whole lot of that to deal with how's the uh, how's the air conditioning uh situation working on that
4: well it used to work pretty well but i'm I'm having a problem now uh with the compressor trying to get the compressor to stay working so trying to figure that out but when it worked it worked really great And that's right. only been about two years since I've been fighting with it. I'd go modern. Just got the whole thing.
2: Got a whole new. I mean, a lot. A lot of guys get unhappy about putting modern stuff in a classic car. But when it comes to like you know your uh, your comfort and and just enjoying driving, it's something like air conditioning. It's like just get it done right, especially with like the modern technology and the efficiency of it for sure. sure.
4: Well, of course, you know here we are in Memphis, right? Right, black on black in the oh, summertime. Oh yeah. That's a lot of fun going to a car show. My uh, 72 AMC Matador
2: is black on black. No air conditioning in that car, and it's definitely an upgrade I'm considering. I don't know if it ever came with its stock, but either way, that's going to have to happen. Otherwise, in the meantime, it's 60s air conditioning roll the windows down, and go 60, which you say you don't do much. You, you're very careful about
4: where you drive this car, isn't that right? I am. I uh, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I could have an accident. Of course. Uh, and I am a little nervous now, even about the interstates, uh, about something flying up and, and hitting the car or, sure. or breaking the window because, as I told you, uh, all the glass in it is original. Oh, right, right. And I, would, I would hate for something to happen to that glass. So usually uh, what I'll do is I'll take it out early on a Saturday or Sunday morning, Get out on the highway where I'm not worried about intersections and that sort of stuff. But there's not enough traffic, hopefully, to cause a problem. Get a nice run, maybe 20 miles down the road. Go get some breakfast. Turn around, come back, and that's that's the end of it. And what's the uh, what's the motor in there? That it's got cool. a 364 barrel. The car came with a 400, but this was a California car, right? So they put the 364 barrel. This is the it second
2: a- California car we've had for the sweet ride of the week. How funny is that? My 1985. Uh, BMW guessed that was a it was imported from Germany into California which brought its own set of
4: issues but so the California cars had a different motor put in them yeah and I guess that was for efficiency although I can't imagine how you can justify a four-barrel carburetor for efficiency right it it came with the 360 it had a holly in it and I had a choice of either rebuilding the holly or just going uh, starting over and again the people that gave me some good advice said no get an Edelbrock put it on there and you'll be fine and I did that and the Flowmaster exhaust, and it it runs like a top as you saw.
2: Oh yeah, no, that thing was humming. It uh, it fired right up. You had to give it a few pumps to get it to get it going, but that's every carbureted car. Once it was uh, running, it what what was so funny was you know the last like carbureted big V8 I drove was my station wagon, and that one until it's completely warmed up, you got you got to like feather the gas to keep it running. And I noticed uh, here at Cordoba that thing just started idling, started humming away. It and does well. You throw it in gear, it takes right off. It doesn't struggle. Uh, which obviously means I got to adjust my carburetor, but uh, after rebuilding it twice and just not getting it right, I'm I'm ready to give up. I like my fuel injected cars. I spend more time with my '98 uh, Jeep Cherokee these days, which you know uh, I had to drive because you know Mopar Club and all. Sure. So fortunately, I've got I've got one of each American brand, except for Tesla. That's gonna take some time. That way, whenever I go to uh, see these clubs, I can bring the appropriate vehicle to to fit in and not get the uh, the side eyes from everyone. Although, as I as I noticed with your club and any club most guys they appreciate any and every brand
4: absolutely absolutely and if i may uh, say tell you something about the mopar club please do um we meet first tuesday of every month usually we meet at the perkins germantown and wolf river right it kind of works out as central however we will also go up north somewhere and we'll go up south or down south somewhere so that might mean you know millington or down in south haven to try to you know reach out to those folks right meetings at seven o'clock uh, we tell people come about 6-ish if they want to eat because one thing that I am crazy about is time. Right. And I will start, you saw this, I will start the meeting on time promptly at 7. And it and lasted exactly 55 minutes. <laughs> we will not go beyond 8 o'clock. Right. So that's real important. But I would encourage anybody to visit with us if they want. We'd certainly love them to join. Come see us. And uh, and what's, what's the criteria for joining? interest in mopars all right don't just, even need to have one no if, if just in your final breath you can breathe mopar you're okay some all people right. have them some people are rebuilding them some people are in between right so uh yeah look at our our facebook page is probably a good source of information our website's kind of under redesign right now right but you can go there uh or or on facebook it actually has the hyphen in it mid-south mopars at all facebook right. You heard and, the man
2: reach out, yeah. check out these, uh, check out this club. I'm definitely going to consider joining myself because I got, I got my Jeep and uh, these guys are a great source of information. I was chatting with uh, Henry about, of course, about his Dodge. That guy has uh, just so much interest. And also he was a metal worker and he's done so much custom fab work. He's a, he's a wealth of knowledge. And uh, you know, I was just talking to these guys and I love, I love how, as you said, as we say here on the show every car has got a story you. That's, that's half the fun of going to a car show is just getting to hear the stories about the cars. Where did it come from? Who had it? My, my favorite stories are always like the barn finds, yeah. you know, it, uh, the guy, it was his favorite car. He loved it. Then he reached a point. He wasn't able to drive anymore. And then it sat in the barn, you know, mom and the kids didn't know what to do with it. And then an enthusiast found it and said, you know, let me, let me bring this thing, you know, back to the, the former glory. And then of course, uh, my favorite guys are the ones that bring the, uh, the flip books. They bring their 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 photo album of the process, or they've got a board like Henry's got out mm-hmm. front. So um, what shows do you guys do? do you, I'm, I'm sure you have some annual ones you do every year. Tell us about
4: that. Well, we, we like to go to Cars and Coffee around town, depending on which one it is. The one down at the Edge District is really good, um, and then there's some that are really nice where I met you, but at the Germantown Church of Christ was good. The Collierville Show is really good. So we try to do them. We pick up, like I say, the cars and coffee, various cars and coffees. We try to do, at least as a club, one activity a month. Okay. And then if our club members want to go out in different directions, like Henry likes to go to parades and right. stuff for the veterans coming up, for example, that's fine, too. But we try to do one activity a month. And we would really love to have an all-Mopar show. Okay. That's proven to be a little challenging. They're going to get fewer and farther between. Yeah. But we're, we're still looking at it. And, in fact, the, the uh, VA hospital... Uh, reached out to us and asked us what we thought about that idea. So we get this COVID behind us. Right. And the VA hospital uh, may be a host for an all-Mopar show. Oh, that'd be cool. So we'll see. We'd like to do that. I'm certainly looking forward to next year. The shows should
2: be probably much bigger as people are more willing to go out And uh, get into these big crowds because I went to a few shows this year and they were just they were a bit thin and you can tell people are still apprehensive about going out. But I'm really hopeful that next year that turns around. I I imagine we don't have many to look forward to over the winter here. I think we've got some indoor. I think I saw one or two indoor shows that might be happening. I'll definitely be attending those. Do you have any uh, plans to take this thing out or is it going away for the winter?
4: Oh, no. Well, I mean, we'll continue to meet in the winter, right. and what we might do is an activity. We may go do something, which may not be a car event. Like, one year, uh, we went to the basketball game. Okay. And even in the summertime, we went to we'll See uh, if we the can uh, hook game. you guys up with some good seats. We are the home of the Tigers and the
2: uh, really? Tennessee Titans here on News Talk
4: 98.9, the Roar there of Memphis. You go. good, good to know that, because we do need a winter activity to keep our club active, not that we, we fall dormant. Uh, right. Our members look forward to the meeting. But, oh, right. You know, so we have a good time at the meeting. Yeah, and talk,
2: talking about cars, getting get yourself dinner, meet up with your friends, you know, do uh how you guys did, like a raffle.
4: So a that's 50, excellent 50. stuff. There's a 50-50, and then there's also a special prize of the evening, and our, our curator of the prizes basically, he picks out what you have to do to win. So it might be blue shirt night, or right. drove a Mopar, or something like that. Right. And you win, you know, something $15 token thing that you'd like. All right. Well, David, thanks for coming by. I
2: really appreciate appreciate you bringing the uh, 1977 Chrysler Cordoba. Again, if you want to see a video of this thing, check out my YouTube channel, Thority's Garage. And uh, if you want to Get involved with the club, you can reach out to David throughout the uh, through the various methods he told you. Facebook is probably the easiest. I'll be sharing their stuff on our Facebook page, the Motormouths989. And you can always hit me up on Twitter looking for any information at Bud Motormouth. Thanks again for coming by, David. I look forward to the next meeting. And uh, as we say here, good luck, have fun, drive safe. Sounds good. Thanks.
0: The Motormouths. Ditch and Bud. Put it in H! On News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis.
1: I think we can all agree that we love cars. Everybody loves cars. You all, everybody has a relationship with your car, whether it's a business relationship, a personal relationship, or if it's something that you like to do on the weekends. That's part of what the Motor Mouths are all about. I'm Ditch. I'm Bud. And we are the Motor Mouths, and thank you for listening here on News Talk 98.9. Every Saturday morning, if it's not a a football game preemption, and uh, for the most part, I think those were over with now, so this will be the... The time slot that you'll hear the motor mouths on every Saturday week. morning, every week, seven a.m. Now, uh, uh, Bud just featured this uh, Chrysler Cordoba from nineteen seventy-seven, absolute mint condition. What I was blown away was the mileage on this thing. Yeah,
2: eighty-six thousand,
1: I think, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, with the exception of the striping, it is almost all the, stock. The right, few,
2: few changes. He changed out the uh, carburetor and the um, exhaust. And, and, uh, and the seats just, and a few little tweaks but for the most part it's as close to stock as, as, as like when it rolled off the assembly line wheels too new now wheels. the big
1: question that people have for you bud does it still have the rich Corinthian leather seats it,
2: it does not the seats have been changed out uh, it's great too in the <laughs> uh, in the video I uh, I used the old commercial with Ricardo Montalban was awesome. it. That was awesome that was awesome so yeah check out the video on YouTube that's Authority's uh, Garage I there's a whole video about this car
1: and, and that, that, the thing about that car was it was uh, it was Chrysler's attempt at, at personal luxury as they even said in the in their ads they really geared that thing towards yeah. you know well I mean, they weren't wrong it was really nice were, to drive i love dad it. coming home from work and needs a luxurious cruise down the street man he gets in his cordoba and he just drives uh so that was an awesome video where can they see it again that's uh, at authorities uh, garage on youtube t-h-o-r-d-y Thordy's garage all right now here's the thing bud gets to go out and see all these beautiful cars and he brings them back to the to the Motormouth studio. We get to look at pictures and watch videos. You also spent a lot of time at the
2: Rotters reunion. Yeah, it was a great time. The show was phenomenal. It was in this big 50,000-foot-squared Fifty thousand square foot warehouse, and uh, they 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 store RVs in here. They store cars for the uh, winter. What little winter you guys have here in Memphis. I'm never going back to Chicago, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, no, and I got to talk to um, all the guys putting this thing on, and big shout out to them. Warehouse. So this is out in Collierville, and uh, they they it's a vintage auto gallery as well. They got some old dragsters in there. Pictures all over the social media, of course. And And what's it called, just so people know? Art and Speed Vintage Auto Gallery, and. uh, you're welcome to go look at the cars, right? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, check out their website, too. They buy and sell classics. So, like, like it's an awesome operation there. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, I was and just looking uh, at
1: the 77... Chevy Cheyenne. Salivating up there a guy. little bit over
2: little, there. Yeah. <laughs> so you so talk to
1: a lot of folks there.
2: Yeah, and a lot of the guys putting this thing on and uh, first I want to say shout out to uh, Sean Brereton. He was really like the, the crossover between Memphis Rodgers reunion and this location. He's the one who kind of suggested it. So I had a chance to chat with him and uh, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and play that for yeah, you right let's now. Hear, let's hear that conversation. Alright, I am here with Sean. Sean, you had a big role to play in putting this show on. Uh, you want to tell us about that?
5: Yeah, uh, so uh, Lynn Neal, the real deal, Lynn Neal, you used to put this this on with uh, with Larry Nolan, and uh, they weren't going to be able to have the same venue that they had before. I have a connection here at Art and & Speed, and Mike, Mike Abbott and Sean Young and I, we, we put on a show called Memphis Legends, and we, it was kind of, you know, to honor the, the rotters. Right. And, yeah, and so we ended up, um, I was like, no, we, we can't, you know, we can't let it stop. So uh, I talked to the guys out of Art & Speed, I take all the photos for their website. And um, said, so, "Man, this would be a perfect venue for this thing." So, uh, so I talked. You to were back. right, by the way. Yeah. Is this, this place is amazing? Yes, yeah, it's, it's cool, isn't it? I mean, be able to park all these cars inside is really awesome.
2: Having a nice indoor show in November. It's getting pretty chilly out, but in here, it's. I'm go-
5: in mean, a t-shirt. This is nice. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's cool. I mean, it's a uh, it's not necessarily climate controlled in here, but uh, it, it's. Protected de- from the elements, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, you don't have to worry about dew on your car or anything like that. Well, this show turned out great. I've been asking a lot of people what they
2: think of the venue, what they think of the show, and they go wide-eyed and say, fantastic. And I, I haven't heard a negative thing all night. So you did a great job, man, really great. Anything else you want to say before we uh, wrap it up?
5: No, I. Um, other than uh, I'd like to thank Mike and Sean for bringing me in, you know, uh, i take photos for a living and and i and i'm a car enthusiast at heart and i've done a lot of uh, editorial and photography and stuff and so they wanted somebody you know almost like marketing side of stuff and they uh, mike owns a steel rose metal company which is a, a you know a hot rod manufacturing right yeah i heard that yeah, mentioned a couple times stuff. so yeah so uh uh those guys you know involved me and Man, we've just run with it since then. Awesome, where can people find you on uh, social media? Uh, AutoEnthusiastNetwork.com and Facebook and Instagram, same thing, Auto Enthusiast Network. Excellent. Thanks a lot, man.
2: Yeah, thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Sean put me in touch with uh, a lot of these guys. They're really well connected. So I'm going to be, like, overwhelmed with shows next season. I'm super excited about it. It's going to be awesome. So I also was able to catch up with Justin Baltimore. He was our guest last week, you know, talking about this show and putting it on. And that guy had a grin on his face the entire show. Like the whole, every time I saw him, he was talking to somebody and it's like, you know, he couldn't even, he couldn't fight the smile if he wanted to. Boy, what a gig. Justin yeah. Baltimore running Art and Speed. He's the manager yeah, out there? Yeah, he's the operations, operations manager. manager. And uh, wait, I, I got to go out there just to check the place out a couple of weeks ago. And every 30 seconds, he's answering his phone. He's talking to someone. He's getting parts to the text. And he is just, he is just the man over there. Yeah. And uh, I I pulled him aside for two minutes and I uh, was able to chat with him. So I'll go ahead and run that yeah, for us now. Yeah, let's hear that conversation in Baltimore who's uh, been running around all night. How's it going, man? Hey, doing good, man. Doing good. I think it's safe to say resounding success here at Art & Speed. Yeah, I think we're all uh, a little overwhelmed
6: and, uh, man, just really excited about uh, the turnout that we had here and it uh, seems like everybody else is having a good time, too. I've
2: been asking people how, how they like the venue and their eyes widen and they go, this is amazing. Uh, seriously. Uh, you know, you got so many cars in the back, definitely drawing a crowd. There's so many cars here. I saw like uh, like a 50 59 corvette just off in the dark corner like there's no room for it there's just so many here
6: yeah you know we ended up with storage you know have cars that we have for storage and then trying to make sure that we had space for people to be able to do the cruise in but yeah it, everything has a kind of hidden corner with stuff that could be hiding around and yeah, no, no
2: telling what you'd see yeah i found a i found an old uh model t just chilling in the back man <laughs> you know, so back that's there. so cool um you got you got a favorite anything that came into the show that just blew your mind Man,
6: what the great thing is to see is uh, some cars that we sold in the past and then seeing them upgraded and changes. I mean, even like that 59 Biscayne, uh, with a uh, you know it's got an ls in it now and just full suspension and stuff so just kind of seeing that seeing the people i mean the cars are just beautiful in the turnout that we had um, i don't know if i had a lot of time to look at them but I, right. i'm going to go back
2: and look at pictures and see what everybody else had uh, you probably got some future customers here too you got a good operation in that shop back there it looks good you got any uh, current customers running around here yes we actually got a few the customer
6: we were building a 73 corvette for actually came by to check out the operation um, a couple of customers with some broncos that we're doing and yeah i think and uh, hope if they didn't know about us now, they may, uh, they may know now. So that's yeah. for sure. The uh, food was great. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, Leonard's Barbecue, man. They killed it. I, mean, I, I hate to tell you I didn't even get any. But if there's <laughs> any left, I'm going to get the get the scrounge, the ends piece of it. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. And then, uh, you know, shout out to your staff here. Every single one of them walking around with a big old smile on their face. They're having a great time. They've been nothing but polite to me and everybody else. Yeah, but... Anyway, I know there's a lot of demands on your time. I'll let you get back to it. Justin Baltimore, any last words for the night?
6: Man, no, we appreciate you. Thanks for coming out, bud, and hanging out with us, man. We'll see you soon. Excellent.
1: Bud, you sound like you were a kid in a candy store, man.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, I, it reminds me like when I was a kid at Toys R Us. <laughs> Unfortunately, you couldn't buy any of those cars you wanted. At the... No, but I could, I could talk to their owners <laughs> yeah. and ask them about them and uh, try to get them on the show. If, if Hey, if you were at that show and you're listening, email me at budroar at gmail. I want to have your car on the show. I want to check it out, and I want to get a ride in it for sure.
1: And uh, I also want to point out, once again, other uh, ways that people can see photos and videos that you uh, do as part of the Motor Mouths uh, share that information again.
2: Uh, so we got uh, Twitter, at Bud Motormouth. Right. And you got our Facebook page, Motormouths989. And we're working on the website that's coming up, and then we're going to have some on-demand for these shows as well. We're working on that. And your YouTube channel is Thordy's Garage. That's right. T-H-O-R-D-Y, Thordy's Garage. Dude, I'm looking forward to next week. We're going to have Lynn Neal, The Real Deal, on the show. It's a long time coming. I interviewed him briefly back at the racetrack for the Chevy show, but uh, ever since then, I'm like, we got to get this guy on here. To, and he's uh, to coming
1: talk. in the Motormouth studio, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we'll have him here. Yeah, he's, that's great. He's, I'm looking uh, uh, forward to meeting be he'll next week. Deal the
2: real deal. Yeah, he's, he, he was, again, he was integral at putting this show on and he was zipping around on his motorbike, just organizing everything. He's helping people unload trailers and every time you turn around, you'd see him running off to another... Pro- he was everywhere. He was just absolutely everywhere.
1: Well, we can't wait. Also, he's going to have details about uh, funds and stuff that were raised uh, uh, as part of the... Yeah, I'll let, I'll let him tell us about that. He,
2: he knows all about the, the uh, uh, Alchemia uh, Transport Fund, which is who they were fundraising for, and they've done so much for this uh, for this charity group, almost which is fantastic.
1: Of, uh, we're almost out of time here, but I do want to ask you, did you get any information about another upcoming show that we have? Uh,
2: so, you know, it's coming into winter. Not going to be a lot of car shows, but I guess, uh, what is it? Outside of the Harbor Freight in uh, South Haven on Goodman Road. Every Thursday night behind the Harbor Freight, they they put on a show. Uh, I think it's just kind of a meet-up. Open up the hood. Let's chat about cars. So, I'm going to have to start checking that out. When he hey, was listen, telling me about it, it was like, you don't go to this thing? I'm like, I guess not. I need it, to. Yeah.
1: Well, and here's the thing. We don't know about all these And if you have one of these pop-up shows, I know that there's some in Bartlett out on Stage Road or Highway 64 that happen on Saturdays. We'd love to know about them, man. This is your your way for you to get to uh, get to know us, and we want to get to know you. The text number again, what is your favorite? What do you think is the best car movie ever made? Text it to six eight three oh ninety eight nine, and we'll go through some of those next week and talk about that. Lynn Neal, The Real Deal next week. Yep. I'm Ditch. I'm Bud. And we are the Motor Mouths. Thanks for listening to the Motor Mouths here on News Talk 98.9. We'll talk to you next week.